0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Jared Hamilton. It is a pleasure having you on the show today. Now, today's episode, we are going into the new year and going to talk about some stuff. Um, this episode may be slightly offensive. Um, to, this episode might have some things come up that you probably don't want to hear. But to be honest, if that's the case, then you need to hear them more than anyone. Okay, and and I want to say preface this and say that all this is because I love you and I want you to succeed. Okay. I don't want you to have a terrible 2020. I don't want you to have you to deal with some of the same bullshit that you had to deal with this past year. So that's why today's episode, we're talking about going into January. I don't even know what I'm going to call this episode, but basically we're going to be talking about how to have a different and actually actually have a different year this year and how to um, have the right mindset going into 2020 and some other thoughts that you probably should be considering um, when all this stuff happens, because understand this, be ready. You are getting ready to get the shit targeted out of you um, from other guys, just like me. So, um, and I'm not, that's the thing is, I'm not necessarily against coaches like doing stuff like, you know, new year, uh, you know, January launch and stuff. I've done them in the past. I'm not doing one this year. Um, but the things you got to keep in mind is there are a lot of people who are going to be saying things and making promises that aren't necessarily gonna be able to be fulfilled like oh hey January one new year new me eight pounds in eight days or thirty pounds in thirty days or you know lose fifty pounds in two weeks or you know follow my system and blah 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 whatever so I'm just telling you this if you decide to hop on the board with some program because don't get me wrong there there are a lot of amazing coaches out there but understand no matter what you do make sure you do your research make sure you be careful and be very picky and choosy who you end up partnering with, whether that be someone like me or my, or another coach or a at home program, whatever, just be careful. Cause understand this, we got to change some psychology if you want a year different than what last year's was. Okay. Because here's the problem. Um, let's, 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 we'll put it this way. Look at, let's look at your track record. All right. We're talking about actually changing some shit, right? I want you to look at your track record do you look any different? Are you any different than you were a year ago right now? Because last year you more than likely were like new year, new me making shit happen. Da, 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 da. But my question is, are you in the same place you were a year ago? And if the answer is yes, then we got some digging to do. Okay. Because here's the thing. I don't want you to be in the same place you were a year uh the next, you know, a year later. That's not, that's not good. Okay, That's why when it comes to this stuff, we have to change stuff for stuff to change. We can't keep things the same and expect a different result, because we know that's not going to happen. Um, but here's my question. How many diets last year did you try? In 2019, how many times did you start over Monday? In 2019, how many times did you decide to get up and do cardio? How many times last, this past year did you, uh, oh, I'm going to get serious now and cut this out or start doing this or start working out, or I'm going to start this. How many diets did you actually try in 2019? Okay, then here's this. My question is, what's the longest you ever gave something? Because the problem is most people don't even aren't even consistent for two weeks before something happens, before they fall off, before anything like that. So you have to understand part of this game right now is calling out your own BS. Part of this, as much as it sucks, is calling out your own bullshit. Okay, this is a habits game. This is a game of habits. This is not a game of let's see how much I can restrict myself in the next eight weeks. Hey, let's see how much I can, uh, how many hours of cardio I can do the next three months. This is a game of, of habits. How long can I be consistent? How sustainably? How sustainable can I make this? And how, um, how can I set myself up for the next ten years? Like I had someone on Instagram tell me they're like, I, I was I made a post on the proper speed at which you should lose weight, which is slow, specifically half a pound to a pound a week or so. And some, some girl got on there and was like, Oh, I lost 75 pounds in three months and i kept it off. And politely I'm like, well, look like kudos to you, but understand that most people do crazy shit for three months. And then about a year later, they are back to where they started. You know, and I didn't mean to say that to be disrespectful. I'm just, I'm, I want you guys to understand that this is, this is a game of psychology. This is a game of your headspace and this is a game of lifelong habits. Okay. That's why what you do matters, what you think matters. And we'll get into all this here in a minute. But understand this if you're saying, I made a post the other day, if you're waiting till January 1 for the new you to be the new you, that's the old you talking. Let me say that again. If you're waiting till January 1 to be the new you, that is 100% the old you, you realize there is nothing special about January one, right? You should be, you should have already been started on, on your goals. If you are waiting till January, that is, that's, that's horrific. Okay. If I would argue, if you're going to wait till January before you get your shit in gear, you're probably going to struggle through most of 2020 because here's why that's not me. And that's not being negative. That's not being pessimistic. I'm legitimately trying to help you because here's the thing this, and let me know if this sounds like you, if you perpetually started over every Monday in January or most, most of the Mondays or not in January in, uh, in 2019, if you started over most of the Mondays in 2019, my question is now you're starting going to be waiting and starting over in January. So then what is going to cause any difference to happen when every, you know, Monday, you're going to want to start over in 2020. You see what I mean? How we have to take a good hard look at your habits and call out your own BS because this is why most people are in the same position they were the year before. This is why most people are stuck in the same spot they've been in because they're not changing anything. You know, 2019, you start over every fucking Monday, you reset every Monday and now we're rolling into 2020 and you're saying, I want to start over. I'm just going to reset in January. And then you reset in January. And then all of a sudden the first week of January is crazy. So you're like, I'm just going to start, start over Monday and start a fresh new, a new, and you do that. And then, you know, you go for a couple weeks and then all of a sudden something happens. You're like, I'm just going to start over on Monday because you know, this is crazy. And then you do that for a week, maybe two, a week and a half. And you know what? Something crazy. Happened. I'm just going to start over Monday. And then you do that as much as you did in 2019. And then all of a sudden we're having this conversation on next year's podcast where it's saying, where I'm saying, Hey, going into 2021, what did you change? How was last year any different than what, how is this year going to be different than last year? Do you see where I'm getting at? We have to change guys. This is literally a game of your habits have to change. And I'm calling out my own BS here. There's a lot of habits that I'm going to be changing that I've been working on changing myself. You know, things like for me, like getting up earlier and um, operating by more of uh, an actual, you know, to do list and power list and organizing myself and all this stuff. But it's stuff I'm already working on, like right now. You know what I mean? So I'm not waiting till January to start this stuff. You know, so there's already stuff that I've struggled with that I want to change that I have already been implementing. Okay. Because again, just like with you, this is a game of habits and these habits have to be sustainable. You know what I mean? So, When it comes to this, if you're going into the new year, new me, as cheesy as that sounds, like understand the old you is going to kick you in the fucking teeth. You know, that's, what's crazy. And this is something to really understand. I talk about this a lot with my tribe and my one-on-one clients, but you operate off of completely, uh, subconscious paradigms, right? Your life is predicated on subconscious programs that are just running over and over and over and over and over in your head. That's why you do what you do without thinking about it. You know what I mean? So. Because when it comes to this stuff, everything is is by a program. As cheesy as that sounds, everything is running by a program. It's just like a thermostat on the wall. Okay? It's, It's literally just like your thermostat. Imagine if your thermostat is set at 70 degrees on the wall and you leave the door open and your house heats up to 80 degrees, your thermostat on your wall is going to kick on and say, we're not set here. And it's going to bring the temperature back down. So here's what happens. You've been chilling at 70 degrees for a long fucking time. Your life has been the same. You've been unhappy. You're stuck. All this stuff that you you tell me about. Okay. And now you're saying new year, new me, let's make shit happen. And now you're heating up your life to a 90. What do you think your own thermostat in your head is going to do? It's going to kick you in the fucking teeth to get you back down to where you were. Right? So you have to be prepared for it. You have to be aware it's going to happen. You got to be prepared to get your hands dirty because changing your headspace and subconscious paradigms and all this stuff is messy and it's hard and it's deep rooted psychology, right? It's, it's stuff that you've been probably struggling with since you were a little kid. I know for me, when i when I'm changing my stuff, that's how it is. So you have to understand that the old you, you may be saying new year, new me, and it's all fluffy and happy and motivating right this second, but you have to understand that it's going to get gross. All right. You're you got to understand that you're the old you, so to speak, is going to try to grab you and drag you back down into the way you used to be because that's comfy. You're familiar with it. It, it it's where you're set at. You see what I mean? Yeah. Anybody, ever, if you ever seen the the spider, it's my favorite example. You ever seen the Spider Man? Uh, was I think it's Spider Man three, the one with Tobey Maguire with uh, with the Black Spider Man? You know what I'm talking about with uh, Venom. You know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go look it up. But I think it's a. Th- is it the third Spider-Man? I think it's the third Spider-Man. I could be wrong on the number, but it's the Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire where um, there's Venom, the black Spider-Man, where that's like the bad Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I mean? You've got normal Spider-Man who's noble, who's heroic, who does the good stuff. And then you have, he got a taste of, of Venom, the black Spider-Man that's just not very good. He's sleazy. He's uh, evil. He's the bad guy. And they have the tower scene the bell scene right where they're in the, the middle of the city up at the, the bell at the top of the, the um whatever that thing is, the bell tower and Toby Maguire is realizing, Oh fuck this, the bad Spider-Man venom took over my life and I need to get rid of it. And he is literally peeling this thing away and, trying to literally rip the cut the the suit off of his skin but it's like a second skin so it's like he's ripping off his skin and this thing is trying to crawl back onto him and it is like a fist fight of hell for him to get venom off of him because venom the suit is trying to drag him back in and keep him bad essentially that's what your old programs are doing All right. You've been set one way for a long time and it's caused all your issues where you're at. Now you're saying, I'm going to change my situation. Now you've got the old you literally trying to drag you back in to the way things used to be. And I'm telling you, it is hard. It is nasty and it is not very much fun. But guess what? It's the only way to change. There was a, uh, there was a, it was in, I think a song, um, either a song or I'm, Misunderstood it and I put this meaning with it and it meant it helped me a lot. When I, whenever I, I'll be going through phases in my life where I'm leveling up like a major step, so to speak, something that I try to remember is for the, for, a, for the, the new potential version of me to, to be here, to come, for me to level up, for the new Jared, the better, more improved Jared to be here, the old me has to die and dying is never easy, right? For you to have this new profound you who's a whole new person, this is the beautiful thing about life. You can reinvent yourself any moment. You don't have to wait till January. You don't have to wait till uh, Monday. You don't have to wait till whatever. Understand that to reinvent yourself, to become a new person, you can do that in a decision any fucking second. But here's what you have to understand. For you to be a new improved you, the old you with old habits and old everything has to die. And dying is never easy or painless that was a profound thing that hit me in the face one day because I was in the middle of some stuff and I was like really going through a hard time and really in the middle of like leveling up my life and making some big decisions and changing who I was as a person. And it sucked because the old me had to die. And it was a song I was, I think it was a need to breathe song I was listening to. I was like on a walk and I was really struggling and it hit me in the face. I'm like, no, for me to change my life, the old Jared has to die. And it's never easy and it's never fun and it sucks. But guess what? This, this is a game. This life (laughs) is a game of chasing who you're meant to be, right? Imagine if you're looking at a kid who's seven and he says, this is the best I'll ever be. You're like, bro, you have your whole life ahead of you. You have no idea. This is a game of constantly improving and upgrading yourself. It's the same thing for you, even though you're a fucking adult listening to this. You may be 30, 40, 50, 60 and saying, Man, this is the best I've ever been. This is this is the best I've got. And like, no, bro, always assume the attitude of the best is yet to come. So you have to understand that going into the new to the new year, everyone's in a place right now of like change and new new waves and new years and new me's and new this, new that which I'm all about. I love it this time of the year because everyone's fired up and wanting, wanting to change. But you have to understand, as soon as you say, I'm going to change, the old Jew is going to kick you in the fucking teeth and drag you back down. Now it's up to you whether you're going to let it. All right, like to, I like to call that the inner bitch. Your inner bitch is going to try to tell you you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you don't have what it takes, and let's get you back down to the way things were because you shouldn't try to strive so big. So you have to understand that. So in terms of all of this, that's why you have to have the proper mindset going into the new year or anytime you're leveling up your life. Because here's the thing, you have to know you, and you have to understand that your thoughts are real things. You have to understand that there, the, the, the science behind thoughts and what you think is absolutely insane. I just finished a book, a book, um, by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a neuroscientist about, uh, it's called becoming supernatural. It's an amazing book about your thought process and literally like from a biological cell to cell conversation, micro expressions to protein synthesis and all this other stuff on thoughts. It is fascinating because you have to understand that your thoughts matter. Most people whine, bitch and complain and just let their thoughts go like buoys in an ocean and it just does whatever they want and then doesn't realize that that's translating to why their life sucks so much. So in all of this, you have to understand that you have to really learn to reign control over your thoughts because understand this, because of old programming, because of the habits you've had over the past however many years, your thoughts are predominantly negative. Okay, so you probably woke up this morning in a negative mindset. You probably woke up, thought about your problems, the bullshit you deal with, and how much you just want to go back to bed. And here's the thing. I wake up like that. Like this morning, I woke up like that. I woke up in a bad mood. I woke up in just thinking about the negative stuff that's going on. But guess what? Here's the beauty about thoughts. If you wake up in that state and you're already there, you have a choice to stay there. You see what I mean? This is where most people go go wrong is They let their thoughts just wander. You have to be very, very self-aware and tactical about your thoughts and what you spend time thinking about, because that's what's going to determine everything else. Do you realize you have an organ in your brain called your RAS, your Reticular Activating System? Look it up; it's fascinating. Because what you think about and stew about most is what your is that organ is designed to show you. All it is is a filter. Like you ever drive, uh, you ever get a new car, and all of a sudden you see that new car everywhere. It's like you may have had a white car for years and now you have a blue van and now you just see blue vans everywhere. It's because that the your RAS filtered that now to you because blue vans are important. So now it shows you where they are at everywhere. Think of it this way. Money's important to you. Half the time you don't see the trash on the ground. There's there's tr- pieces of trash all over the ground outside your house and when you're walking and when you're driving on the floor there's trash everywhere, but you don't notice it. But as soon as you see a dollar on the ground, you go boom. But how is the the piece of paper, the wadded up dollar bill, it's looks like a piece of trash. It doesn't look much different than the wadded up real piece of paper. That's, that's just, that's just junk. But your, your brain is programmed to see the dollar cause there's value, right? Cause it's important to you. So understand this, you ever notice, this might be you, I don't know. You ever notice people who just can't catch a break? It's just like the sky is always falling and life is just kicking them in the teeth all the time over and over and over again. And they just can't catch a break. It's because they focus on that. And that's all their brain shows them is the negative. They could have a winning lottery ticket on the ground in front of them, but their brain would literally say, nope, good shit's not important to this guy. And that's what happens because on its inverse, you ever see the person who always catches all the breaks, always has constant great things happening to them, always sees every opportunity out there, every good deal, every whatever. It's because they're looking for it and their brain is programmed to find it. And it shields a lot of the bullshit. It's like you and I could go on, like, like, let's say we have two people, a positive person and a negative person. They go experience the same day. They both go to the store. They both go um, walk down the same street. They both get in their car and go to the same restaurant for lunch. But guess what? Because Because the positive person looks for the positive and the negative person looks for the negative, they have completely different days. The positive person will see everything great in the world. They'll see, a, you know, they might see someone walking an old lady across the street. They might look down and see a dollar on the ground and they pick it up. They might happen to catch, uh, see a buddy that they haven't seen in forever in the corner of the restaurant and they talk and great things happen. But then there's the other person who only thinks about negative and looks at the negative and all this stuff. And they don't see anything. They literally have a, a horrible day because. That's all they focus on. So that's all their brain shows them. So you have to understand your thoughts matter and what you choose to think about, not what you think about, what you choose to think about, because we got to attach ownership with it. All right. This is why, again, it's important calling out your own own bullshit because your brain is programmed more than likely to be negative. So it's going to be, it's going to suck again. The old you is going to try to kick you in the teeth because you may be standing around with your buddies and you're all bitching, whining and complaining about stuff. And then you have to go, oh shit, this is what Jared was talking about and then you don't partake. You see what I mean? This, this stuff is super important, guys, where your thoughts matter a lot because your thoughts influence your actions. And we all know that I, like I said, in the beginning, this is a game of habits. Well, most of your habits are subconscious. You're not consciously aware you're doing them. Like right now, um, I'm holding my foot talking into this microphone. I didn't know I was holding my foot. You know, you're probably doing stuff right now. You're probably tapping your foot. You may be driving, you know, all this stuff, most of your habits are subconscious. So understand if your thoughts influence your, your subconscious habits, we have to keep backing this train up until we find the root of your habits, which is your thoughts. Again, you got to start calling out your own BS because this is a game of habits. That's all this is, is a game of habits. We have to get your habits on point to change because understand you have bad habits right now. And self-love and leveling up is not accepting your bad habits and saying that they're good enough. Because if you aren't happy with where you are, sorry, sweetheart, you aren't good enough. None of us are. This is a Life is a game of getting better and growing, right? Life is a game of getting better and growing, which means we've got to keep improving, which means we have to keep constantly creating a new model that makes the old model obsolete, is how Bob Proctor puts it. You You understand that when it comes to this, We aren't good enough in terms of in this context that I'm trying to trying to tell you is if you have bad habits that are keeping you held back, those habits are not good enough, which means they have to change. If you start binge every weekend and start over every every Monday, that's not good enough. You have to change that. If stepping on the scale makes you anxious every single time you do it, don't just get we don't just get rid of the scale and say fuck it. We figure out why that's causing it and fix the problem, not just get rid of it. Right. It, it would be like, imagine like you have a, a pinging in your car's engine. You're, you're driving down the road and all of a sudden your engine sounds like it's about to blow up because it is. And you just crank the radio up so you don't hear it because your engine's good enough. Like, no, no, fuck, stop, stop. No, something's wrong and, you, and it needs fixed. You see what I mean? That's why when it comes to this stuff, we have to constantly, constantly be auditing our habits and who we are and what we think so we can continuously improve our life. Imagine like if your, your kid got an F on a test, you're not going to say it's okay. Little Billy, it's fine. Like, no, you're going to be like, no, what, what the fuck's wrong with you? You may not say in those exact words, but you're going to be like, no, 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 we, you, you didn't obviously study enough. We got to work a little bit harder. You probably shouldn't be staying up so late playing video games and playing, studying for your math test because in that context that that's not good enough. Right? So if you want to continuously make your life better, and here's the thing. I would argue if you're listening to this podcast, there is shit about your life you're not happy with. That's why you're listening to this. Right? It, it, it's one of those things. Like just look at the title of this podcast. It, it's probably because you didn't have a very good January. Or you're concerned about your, uh, or a very good 2019, or you're, you're concerned that going into 2020 isn't going to be as good as what it could be. So understand if, if you've got a problem something is not good enough and something has to be changed. So that's why this is a game of habits and rituals and fixing all of that stuff. Does that make sense? So in terms of this, how how do we set proper goals for the new year? How, How do we get into this and set and set goals and actually accomplish it this year? Okay. First and foremost, you, you absolutely need to set a goal. Okay. But most people set shitty goals, right? You have to, you have to set a goal. That's actually going to pull you, and that, that's actually going to get you excited and fired up, but understand most people's goals are shit, especially in the weight loss world. Having a weight loss goal is not good enough. All right. Because if, if you if your goal is this, and I always have a hard time explaining this. Um, let's say your goal is to lose 40 pounds. Okay. understand this. Like that's a good start, but that's the process to a goal because the only reason you would want to lose 40 pounds is because of what you think your life will be having lost 40 pounds. You know whether that be an outfit you really want to wear, or an experience you want to have, or an uh, a feeling you want to have, a level of confidence, whatever. But understand that forty pounds isn't your goal. That's the process to get to the goal, right? Like imagine, imagine. Um, let's say my goal is let's 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 kind of do a little bit of an analogy. Let's say I'm going to go to you know Switzerland. Let's say I want a vacation in Switzerland. Okay, shouldn't my goal be vacation in Switzerland, or should my goal be like hop on? United Airways and fly over to Switzerland, which in in that like think about it, hop on United Airways or, or Airways and fly you know seven thousand miles or however far it is. Which is the goal? Is the goal the plane ride that gets me to Switzerland, or is the goal vacation in Switzerland? Most of you guys listening have your goal lose forty pounds, and then you wonder why you're not fired up, excited. Um, and when it doesn't work, you want to fall off the wagon versus your goal should be what's on the other side of the 40 pounds lost your life, how great it'll be, how much longer you're going to live, how much more time you're going to spend with your kids, the example you're setting to your kids, the confidence you're going to have the, uh, you know, the fact that you've always wanted to go and play beach volleyball in a swimsuit, but you're scared to jump up and down. Like whatever how make it as deep as you can make it, but understand this, you have to make the goal, the goal, not the process, the goal. Imagine this. Imagine if you told your kids, hey, we're going on vacation to Disney. But you didn't tell them that. You said, hey, guys, we're getting on a plane trip. We're going on a plane. And you never told them they're going to Disney. Disney's their favorite place ever, right? But you never told them that. You said, hey, guys, we're going to go hop on a crowded-ass plane with 50 or with 100 other people. Your kids are going to be like, okay. But then if you said, no, 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 guys, we're going to Disney – for seven days, seven nights, we're going to ride these 20 rides and we're going to go get pictures with Mickey. We're going to go do this, do this, and do this. Your kids are going to, one, be more fired up, more excited, and, and be drawn way more to what you're doing. But what if you never told them that? You just said, no, we're going to ride on an airplane. Their, their excitement level is going to be totally different. Again, like the goal is vacation in Switzerland, not hop on United Airways and fly for seven hours, right? It's, it's the same thing. Because you know what's going to happen when you, when you hop on this, when you decide to start this goal or the, this, uh, this adventure and you're like, you know what, my goal is to lose 40 pounds. And what happens when you don't, what happens when you plateau, what happens when, uh, the scale goes bonkers, what happens when you fall off now you got a lot more obstacles because your only goal was 40 pounds. What happens if you need to like go in a, what happens if you need to, um, actually go into maintenance phase for a while, it's hard to, it, it's, it's going to fuck with your head. I had, I'll give you an example. One of my girls I was coaching, she started with me in, for fat loss coaching and she started eating 1,200 calories. Before, like pr- prior to getting a hold of me, she'd been eating 1,200 calories legitimately and quit losing weight. So when I got a hold of her, she's, she's like, yeah, I've been eating 1,200 calories. And she legitimately was. I didn't say, all right, let's go to 800 because that'd be fucking stupid. I said, all right, girl, we got to get you. If you, wanna, if you want this goal to look like this at the end, we got to reverse diet you first. So then over the next like, I don't know, four, six, four to six weeks, we went from, yeah, I got her from, um, I want to say 1200 calories to like 2000 calories. Now we can start dieting. But guess what? If all she focused on was weight loss, we had to reverse diet for six weeks, which means she was not really losing for six weeks. But if her goal was only weight loss that delayed her for six weeks in her head, right? Versus if her goal is to look like this fit in these pant sizes and lift this amount of weight and have this level of self confidence in x y and z well guess what reverse dieting is part of that goal right it's that that's why you, you there's so many ways to go about this it's just like imagine if um like i said imagine if you like the 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 vacation in switzerland is your goal and and the process is hop on an, uh on an airplane for 8 hours but what happens if you got a delay and it's like, oh, well, my goal was to get on the plane and now the plane's delayed and ah, it's ruined. It's like, no, it's a delay. And it's going to take us an extra two hours now to get to the vacation in Switzerland because it, it, changes, it changes your perception. That's why I keep the goal, the goal, not the how, the goal. Well, the, the how, in the, any time you're achieving a goal, especially in the fitness world and fat loss, there are a thousand hows, you know, that's why. Honestly, that's why most people bring someone like me on board is to figure out the how, like, okay, how many calories? How many days a week should we be training? How do we make calorie intake and strength workouts talk and make sure those work together and stuff like that? The how is you can flip that upside down and sideways, but the thing is you have to make the goal the goal, not the how the goal. Does that make sense? And then, I know that was really long-winded. Once you actually got your goal, once you actually say, you know what, Jared, this is my goal. Now, here's where it gets really deep and this is overused. I want to know why you want it. Why the fuck is that important to you? Now everyone and their brother is she is is all cheesy, and they're like, "Oh, what's your why? Start with why. What's your why?" And I'm all about using your subcon or using your psychology to further habits and what you want. But most people don't under- that that are preaching. Oh, what's your why? Don't understand the concept of how why works. And I would like to actually take that why deeper. So here's the thing: let's just say your goal is to fit in size. Uh, I don't know. Let's say, I don't know what men's sizes. Let's say your goal is to wear this one specific swimsuit by vacation. And right now it's too small. And your goal is to fit in this swimsuit. Okay. That's an awesome goal, but I would want to know why do you want it? Well, I, I, I would just like to, to wear it. No, there's a reason why, why do you want to wear that swimsuit? Well, uh, I just think it looks good on me. Okay. Why is that important to you? Oh, well, I think I, I feel more confident. Okay now we're getting somewhere. Why is confidence important to you? Well, I just like to feel good about myself. Okay. Why is that important to you? And then now what you're doing is you're digging. You need to dig like seven or eight layers deep, like an onion with what your quote unquote, why is. For example, let's say a lot of people use as kids. Let's say you're like, you're uh, you're like, Oh no, I want to be better. I want to lose weight. I need to lose hundred pounds. I want to lose, uh, lose it for my kids. So I can be a better example. Like, okay, I, I'm all about that. Why? Why is being a, uh, uh, why is being a good example to your kids important? And it sounds like a stupid question, but like now we're talking ethics, right? Cause most of the time when you un, un- uncover your deep rooted reason, the why behind all this stuff, it's about other people and it comes down to ethics, right? Cause here's the thing. Now that we unfold that onion to where we get it to like a, a an ethical level. Now it's really hard to quit because here's the next part. Welcome to the teeth kicking section. Because once you set a goal, know what you want, figure out why the hell you even want it. Now the old you, the old patterns is going to try to kick you in the teeth and cool your life back down. Okay. Whether these be things like you're just not motivated anymore, or you know what to do. You just don't want to do it. Or life gets in the way and it seems like magic or it seems by chance, but it's not. Or you just simply want to quit. But understand all these are just little ways of your body or your, your body and mind saying, trying to, we're trying to pull you back down. And you can't let it. That's why you have to understand the stuff getting into, into goal setting and into and having a different 2020 than your 2019. Because here's the thing the, the harsh reality. Whoops. Sorry, I dropped a microphone. Here's the harsh reality. Mm, this is going to make some people mad. Um, most of you listening to this don't want what you say you want. Most people, what you call their will to win, is bought. Let me say that again. Most people's will to win can be bought. With, with with a lot of stuff, like let's say you just don't feel like going to the gym and you just don't. Well, there you go. Your will to win was bought with laziness. Or let's say um, life just gets in the way and you fell off the wagon completely and you never got back on. Because here's the thing, guys. Shit happens. You're gonna you're gonna fuck up. You're gonna have a bad check and you're gonna overeat on a day. You're gonna do all this stuff. But understand, you can always get back on. Most people stay off. Most people uh, overate at Thanksgiving and they never got back on. But they had another two whole months to get back on. Most people right now, they ate like an asshole last week for Christmas, and then they're gonna eat like an asshole on New Year's, and they're gonna they have this five day window where they're not going to where they could literally get right back on track. Like right now, guess what? I had a family thanks or a family Christmas event yesterday. And I ate like I wanted to. I ate all the food I wanted, and it was way over my calories because it was a family Christmas event. But guess what? We're back on track today. I'm not, but I guess what I'm uh, on new year's, I'm going to be with friends. There's going to be alcohol and there's going to be food, but guess what? There's about uh, several days. There's a couple days between now and then. So that doesn't mean I can't be on track right now. You see what I mean? Most people's will to win is bought or swayed. So to speak, the amount of times I hear someone say, I know what to do. I just don't do it. Then it's then I would argue you, then you don't give a shit about what you say. You give a shit about that's the difference. If you know what to do and don't do it, then you either don't want what it is you say you want, um, or you don't don't really know. People say to me all the time, "Jared, I know I should. I know I should count my calories. I just don't do it." I'm like, okay, it's is it it's either because you don't truly know, you think you know what you don't, or you just don't care. It's like someone like, what would you do if you saw a kid in the store look at a security camera, turn his back to it, and steal a candy bar? He knows it's wrong. He just doesn't give a shit. Because he wants the candy bar, right? It's not that he didn't know it was wrong. He turned his kid ca- back to the security camera. Of course he knows it's wrong. He just doesn't care, right? So when it comes to this stuff, you have to, it's literally, this is it boils down to calling out your own bullshit in a game of habits. But when you change habits, it is messy because you're leveling up your life and the old you is coming to kick you in the fucking mouth to see if it can keep you down. So there's a saying I've been saying a lot. It's handle the punches, just don't accept the knockout. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get in this game. You're going to get hit in the mouth. Something's going to happen. Life's going to happen. Someone's going to get sick. You're going to miss a gym session. Um, you're going to fall off the wagon, whatever. Accept those punches and get back up. Handle those punches. Just don't accept the knockout. You ever see someone in like a boxing match or an MMA fight that just gets the shit beat out of them, but they never fall. They 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 handle the punches. They get rocked in the mouth and then they come back to win the the, the, the whole fight because they never accepted the knockout. It's that same thing. I want you to handle the punches that are going to get thrown at you. Just don't accept the knockout. So, all right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Um, I know it felt like a lot of me rambling. Um, but I hope you got some value in this somewhere. Um, if you have questions about anything, let me know if you need help, reach out. If you listen to this and all this and you're like, holy fuck, that's way more in depth than what I thought. And I had no idea goal setting for a new year was this big of a deal. It is goal setting is a big deal. All right. And it's not to be taken lightly. Because every time you set a goal and you fall off, you're chipping away at your self-confidence and your belief in yourself. That's why goal setting is massively important. Don't set a goal if you don't have an intention on actually keeping it. Okay? So if you need help with this, let me know. Shoot me a message. You can always apply for coaching or just reach out and ask questions if you need anything. That's what I'm here for. You can always email me, jared at com or hit me up on Instagram or something, at realjaredhamilton. So. Um, I wish there was a way you guys could just click a button and reach out to me like on here, but either way. All right, guys, I love you so much. Thanks for listening in today. I will talk to you later.